there you have it. Three powerful images that God uses in this psalm to communicate how he will sustain you and me. The table, the oil, and the cup. The table reminding us that he renews us by giving us strength. The oil reminding us that he sustains us through an ongoing sense of purpose. And the cup reminding us that God sustains us by giving us joy. You're listening to Open the Bible with Pastor Colin Smith. I'm David Pick. And Colin, someone may hear that and say, OK, God gives us strength, purpose and joy. I believe that to be true because he said it. But that's not the reality I experience. Well, you know, these wonderful gifts that are described in Psalm 23 are all found in the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, that's really the central truth of the Bible, that we are blessed with every spiritual blessing in Jesus Christ. So when you're saying, I don't have strength, where are you going to find it? You're going to find it in Christ. You don't have purpose. How are you going to find it? You're going to find it in Christ. You feel like you don't have joy. You're going to find it in Christ. So what we're going to look at today is what these experiences meant for Jesus himself, what it meant for him to come to the table, what it meant for him to drink the cup. And when we see what Jesus has done for us, I think we're going to see from the scriptures today that what we need really can be found and will be found in and through him. That's the hope that we're looking at today. So join us in Psalm 23 as we continue our message, He Sustains Me. Here's Pastor Colin. Three powerful images that God uses in this psalm to communicate how he will sustain you and me. The table, the oil, and the cup. The table reminding us that he renews us by giving us strength. The oil reminding us that he sustains us through an ongoing sense of purpose. And the cup reminding us that God sustains us by giving us joy. Now, here's the obvious question that arises at this point. How do these things become yours? Clearly, they were David's. He's testifying to them. He says, this is what God does for me. How does what David enjoyed become yours? That's the question that's before us today. And the answer to that throughout the Bible, and you can help me complete this verse, is that we are blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. We're blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. By the way, that was true of David, who lived a a thousand years before Jesus. The blessings that were purchased by the Lord Jesus Christ and given from his hand came to David a thousand years before Jesus in the same way as they come to those who believe in Jesus 2,000 years after the birth, death, resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. The whole of the Bible points us to Jesus. And by the way, our Lord Jesus knew the 23rd Psalm. In fact, we know from the number of times that our Lord Jesus quoted the Psalms, which were really the hymn book of his day, that the Psalms were constantly in his mind. So I want us to think about this, because we're asking the question now, how do these things become ours? And they become ours through Jesus. What then did the table and the anointing of oil 
and the cup mean for Jesus Christ. Think about the table. David says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. What did the table mean for Jesus? Well, on the night that he was betrayed, Jesus met with his disciples to celebrate the Passover. And Matthew tells us specifically that he reclined at table with the twelve. And think about this. Jesus sat at the table in the presence of his enemies. Judas Iscariot was there at the table with him. And it was at the table that Jesus took the bread and he broke it as he had broken it when he fed the crowd of 5,000 people. But this time he said something very important. He broke the bread and he said, take, eat, this is my body. And then he took the cup and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them saying, drink of it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. You see, this is my body, this is my blood. So Jesus does more than prepare the meal. Jesus is the meal. In other words, Jesus gives you strength by giving you himself. That's why he says, I am the bread of life. Whoever feeds on me will live because of me. The heart of the Christian life is that Jesus Christ gives you himself. He is your strength. And you feed on him by believing in him. And as you trust him, day by day in all that you face, you will draw strength from him. That's how the strength becomes yours. Jesus, yours, and you drawing strength from him. What about the anointing? What did that mean for Jesus? David said, you anoint my head with oil. What task, what calling was assigned to Jesus? For what was he anointed? Now, remember the image here. We thought a few moments ago about Aaron being anointed for the task of being the high priest. And the oil was poured over his head and it ran down his beard and onto his collar and soaked into his robes. Now, I wonder if you remember that something very similar happened to Jesus in the house of a man called Simon. Jesus had gone there with a group of friends and among them was Mary, the sister of Lazarus, who Jesus had raised from the dead. And she was filled with gratitude for all that Jesus had done and wanted to show her love for Jesus. She had a jar of very expensive ointment. And Mark tells us that she broke the flask and poured it over the head of Jesus. It was about a pint in volume, the Bible says. So if a pint of ointment was poured over the head of Jesus, it would have run down his face over the collar and soaked into his 
robes. The disciples said that it was a waste. But Jesus said this. And notice the words that he uses. She has done a beautiful thing. She has anointed my body beforehand for burial. Now, do you see the significance? Aaron was anointed to be the high priest. David was anointed to be the king. Jesus was anointed for burial. Here's the work that the Father has given him to do. Your task, your mission is to give your life. Your assignment for which you are anointed is to be crucified, to be dead, and to be buried. It is to lay down your life for the sheep. Jesus was anointed for death and for burial so that you should be appointed to everlasting life. Jesus died so that you might live. And he anoints his own with the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit so that you may be equipped for the work that the Father has prepared for you to do. What about the cup? David says, my cup overflows. What did the cup mean for Jesus? Well, you remember that Jesus spoke about the cup when he came to the Garden of Gethsemane. We're told that going a little further, he fell on his face and prayed, saying, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Now, what was this cup that was so horrific that Jesus would say, if it is possible, let it pass from me. Well, in the book of Revelation, there is a powerful description of the judgment that awaits unrepentant sinners. This is Revelation chapter 14 and verse 10. It is the wine of God's wrath poured full strength into the cup of his anger. That is an extraordinary description. The wine of God's wrath poured full strength into the cup of his anger. Now that is the cup that was given to Jesus. And if the thought of it made him shrink back in horror in the Garden of Gethsemane, what must the reality of drinking that cup have been like as he endured it on the cross? Now, why did the perfect Holy Son of God have to drink the wine of God's wrath poured full strength into the cup of his anger? Well, because all we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned every one of us to his own way, and the Lord laid on him, on Jesus, the iniquity of us all. As Peter puts it in the New Testament, he bore our sins in his body on the tree. And when he took our sins upon himself, what that meant was that the wrath of divine justice that should have been ours was poured out upon him instead. Let me put it to you this way. Jesus 
drank the cup of God's wrath so that you, like David, could drink the cup of God's blessing. Now try and take in this picture then that I've adapted from an old Scottish pastor. God holds a cup in his hand. The cup is full and it has your name written on it. He hands it down to you and you shrink back in horror because you know what is in that cup that has your name written on it. The wine of God's wrath poured full strength into the cup of his anger. But before it reaches your hand, the good shepherd who is beside you raises his hand and takes it from the Father on your behalf. As he takes it, he shrinks back in horror because he knows what is in it. As he looks at it in his hand, he says, Father, if it be possible, let this cup be taken from me. And then he says, nevertheless, not what I will, but your will be done. And then the good shepherd drinks it. The wine of God's wrath poured full strength into the cup of his anger. He drinks it all until the cup is empty. And then he takes this cup with your name written on it and he fills it until it is running over. What is in the cup now? Love. Grace. Mercy. Peace with God. Everlasting life. And now he offers this cup with your name on it to you. Jesus drank the cup of God's wrath so that you should receive the cup of God's blessing. And David says, my cup overflow. What an encouraging truth that is. We can receive the cup of God's blessing and that cup overflows. You're listening to Open the Bible with Pastor Colin Smith and the message, He Sustains Me, originally part of a series called The Lord is My Shepherd. This series was one of the most popular and the most downloaded of of all of our messages over the past 12 months. And we've compiled all of those messages into a series which we're calling Listener Favorites 2023. And we'll be featuring them every day this month. We've also compiled these favourites onto a series of CDs. And this month, we're offering this as a free gift for anyone who's able to set up a regular donation to Open the Bible of £5 per month or more. Open the Bible is supported by our listeners. And if that's something you feel you'd like to do, go to our website, openthebible.org.uk, for details. Now let's get back to the message. Here's Pastor Colin. Now, I want in these last few moments here to speak to the person in this first service who is not yet a believer. So glad you're here, but you know that you have not yet committed your life 
fully and unreservedly to the Lord Jesus Christ. Something in you is holding out on him. And perhaps you've become used as someone who comes to church to hearing the claims of Jesus Christ on your life and brushing them off and you say, well, I'm not ready and it's not for me and I don't need this and so forth and so on. You're quite used to doing that. That's become the habit. I want you to hear me for these couple of minutes here just now. I've got a question for you. When you hear that the good shepherd leads his sheep into rest and into right paths, And when you hear that the good shepherd restores his sheep so that he brings them back when they wander and he picks them up when they falter, and when you hear that the good shepherd guards his sheep so that even when they walk through the darkest imaginable valley, he is right there with them always, and when you hear that the good shepherd sustains his sheep by giving them strength and giving them purpose and giving them joy, Isn't there at least something within you that says, I think I'd like that to be mine? Isn't there just something within your heart today that says, you know, I'd like to be able to say the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want because he leads me, because he restores me, because he guards me and because he sustains me. And I'm here to say to you today that these wonderful gifts and more can be yours. The Lord Jesus Christ came into the world and went to the cross in order to gather a flock, to make them his own. Why shouldn't you be among them? Why not you? You say, well, how do I become one of Christ's sheep? Well, let me give you the two words that Jesus used when he spoke about his sheep. The two words are hear and follow. This is what Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me. Hear. In other words, right now in this service this morning, recognize the shepherd's voice speaking to you out of his word. He's speaking to you. See, you could go home after the service. You could say, oh, I went to church today and yes, there was a talk and it was about the shepherd and the sheep and he spoke about, you know, a table and an oil and a cup and all the rest of it. And that could be the end of it. But you could respond in another way. You could say, I heard the shepherd's voice today. God spoke to me today. God awakened something in my heart today. I began to actually feel today that I would want to have what he is offering to me. You know, Jesus said that no one can come to him unless the Father draws them. But you see, if you have a desire within your heart today to enjoy the leading and restoring and guarding and sustaining of the good shepherd, then you have every reason to conclude God is drawing me. You're hearing the shepherd's voice. Right now, he's calling you. Right now, the good shepherd is inviting you to find strength at his table. Right now, think of this. The good shepherd is holding this flask of oil. He's ready to anoint you. Give you his Holy Spirit so that you can find your place in his purpose in the world. Wouldn't that not be the most marvelous thing? For you to know why you're in this world and for you to be pursuing God's purpose. Right now, he's holding out a cup for you with your name written on it. And it's not the cup of God's wrath poured full strength into the cup of his anger. It's the cup of blessing. 
This can be yours. And you're going to go out and say, oh, that's not for me, I don't need this and all of that stuff again? Oh, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. God is speaking to you out of his word. The good shepherd is drawing you. He's whistling for the sheep to come. And when you recognize the voice of the Son of God, the good shepherd of the sheep, there's only one thing for you to do, and that is for you to follow. My sheep hear my voice, and they follow me. So give up your self-owned and your self-directed life. Where is it getting you? It's a complete dead end. Submit yourself to the good shepherd. He will lead you. He will restore you. He will guard you. He will sustain you. He's going to give you new strength. He's going to give you a new purpose. He's going to give you new joy. I'm inviting you today to begin a new life in which you follow the good shepherd. Give yourself to him. Believe him. Trust him. Obey him. Follow him. And then you will be able to say with David and with all of the flock of God, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He anoints my head with oil and my cup overflows. You've been listening to Open the Bible with Pastor Colin Smith and I hope you can say those things that they are true of you today. If not, you can change that today. As Pastor Colin was saying, by giving yourself to the Good Shepherd, believing and trusting Him, obeying and following Him. You can do that today in a simple prayer, admitting your need of His salvation and asking Him to redirect your life. If you do that, I hope you'll reach out to a trusted Christian friend or family member and tell them what's happened to you. Doing that will confirm in your mind that your commitment is real. You can also visit a local church fellowship, talk to the pastor there, or ask to pray with the ministry team. And also, please tell us about it. Email us, hello at openthebible.org.uk. We'd also love to hear your reaction to Pastor Colin's message. And if you ever miss one of our messages, you can always catch up or go back and listen again by going to our website, that's openthebible.org.uk. Also on the Open the Bible website, you'll find Open the Bible Daily. These are a series of short two to three minute reflections written by Pastor Colin and read by Sue McLeish. There's a new one on the website every day. You can find Open the Bible on all the major social media sites, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. If you use any of these sites, we'd love it if you would follow us. We're easy to find. Our username is the same on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. It's at UK Open the Bible. On YouTube, it's at Open the Bible UK. You can also find us using the search on any of the sites, UK Open the Bible. Or you can always simply go to the Open the Bible website, that's openthebible.org.uk, go to the bottom of the homepage and click on your preferred social media symbol. Once you've found us on social media, please follow us or subscribe to our channel. And when you see one of our postings, please like it.
Or better still, retweet or resend it with your thoughts and comments. That way we get seen by all your followers and they have the opportunity to follow us too. Let's grow the Open the Bible community. This week, Pastor Colin Smith is in the UK and speaking at the Bournemouth Bible Week. If you live in the area of East Dorset or West Hampshire, why not go along and hear him speaking each evening from 3rd to the 7th of July at 7.30 at Citygate Centre, Holdenhurst Road, Bournemouth. You can find out more details about Bournemouth Bible Week on the website www.bournemouthbibleweek.org. That's www.bournemouthbibleweek.org. For Open the Bible and Pastor Colin Smith, I'm David Pick, and I very much hope you'll join us again next time. Open the Bible is supported by our listeners. Do you have everything you need for life? Find out where that's found next time on Open the Bible.